Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. It's Mark Howden from Consumer with lots to talk about. First of all, Unilever, note from Lord Debu, we see this resurrected unification proposal as a strong signal of their intent to reshape the portfolio. That hint that a, a complete spin-out of foods and refreshments might come is consistent with what Lord Debu's talked about. Sentiments as weak as we can remember it, this could be the positive catalyst it's been looking for. We like the stock. On Nestle, uh, selling the waters business in North America, or putting it under review, excuse me, uh, is interesting. Um, it's a good attempt to solve a strategic problem, and it's a signal of continued decisiveness uh, on the portfolio. But it's going to be a challenge because we're just not sure who will want it. And then elsewhere, this one, we've got a Heineken note talking about long-term fundamentals being good, but short-term EM volatility and margin pressures, meaning that we're still below the street. And we've got a macro note talking about US unemployment benefits stopping, which could be an issue for Diageo. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruna. Hamish and Sandy have a note out on Ultra reiterating the hold, saying they're not getting too excited given three things. One, the cost of implementing one Ultra strategy. Two, the possible impact of COVID on defense spending. And three, the 3rd of November, U.S. presidential and congressional elections. Elsewhere, Sandy has a short note on air traffic saying the number of flights is steadily increasing and the pace in Europe should step up when EasyJet and Ryanair resume flying. The thing is that for passenger numbers to reach levels of 2019, we need business travel to come back. In the financial year ended September 2019, business passengers represented around 17% of EasyJet's total passengers. To date, the airlines that have started operations said that they see very little business demand. There's a lot of talk about companies reining back on travel permanently and using technology a lot more instead of flying somewhere. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Bit of a reality check across both the commodity markets and the equity commodity markets yesterday, most clearly manifested by that leg down in Brent falling around 10% over the 24-hour previous trading session with the Brent front month contract now at around 38 bucks a barrel. Not entirely surprising given the inconsistency that we've been flagging between where the oil price had moved to and what refining margins were telling us. And if anything, I think the key takeaway from here now, point forward, is that volatility in the resources space remains very high, particularly in energy equities, and that's probably enough to keep many on the sidelines. That said, it is worth flagging that we have reinstated coverage of ConocoPhillips today with a buy rating and a $56 price target. This is very much one of the few go-to quality names that we see in the energy space right now. And it's also worth flagging that Technip FMC continues to be a name we're focusing on with those balance Good morning, it's William Bevington, Jeffrey's TMT Spec Sales. So the most important thing for me to highlight today is clearly our takeaway, our conclusions from the Grubhub Just Eat takeaway call yesterday. Also the fact that Giles Thorne remains the only analyst in the market who's actually followed Grubhub and obviously now Just Eat takeaway. And thirdly, his merger analysis remains highly sought after and unique in the market. Please do let me know if you'd like to speak to Giles or a copy of his merger analysis and thoughts post the conference call yesterday, which basically confirmed our views that the game plan here shared clearly uh, in a very impressive vision by both CEOs is to weaponize the marketplace gross profit pool to call out the wobbly economics of the Generation 2 operators in the US and drive towards a natural monopoly. The deal logic and deal terms allow for both sets of shareholders to approve this. Um, and again, if you'd like to speak to Giles Thorne, have the merge analysis. Thank you very much indeed, and please let me know. Morning from Healthcare. I'm sure everyone is very... Uh happy that the weekend is coming 
A, because it's been a busy conference season for everyone, and B, of course, the very significant move down in the markets on a rather predictable reason, people going outside, cases going up. Uh, in terms of research, uh, we have our hospital tracker out again, which continues to show uh, improved uh, in, uh, admits into hospitals. Again, not surprising versus the feedback we've heard recently, but a good sign. But this data will certainly be interesting to be worth tracking, given the rise in some cases uh, and the divergence in regional performance. We've also updated our GenMab model to include the recent deal uh, announced this week with AbbVie. Uh, our price target and estimates go up uh, as we also increase peak sales and probability of success of the collaboration. Uh, and uh, with that, we'll leave it at that and wish everyone a very happy weekend. Good morning from Jeffries Financial Specialist Sales, Friday 12th of June. Obviously seen a sharp reversal across the market, including financials feeling the brunt of the last couple of sessions as the market's reacted negatively to uh, recent Fed commentary vis-a-vis the outlook for the economy. However, in saying that, there still remains um, a strong quarter building on many fronts, uh, particularly on lending, particularly on trading, uh, particularly on some fee-related businesses. The question mark remains around asset quality, but that's not a new issue for the market to grapple with. There are other drivers out there. Story again yesterday around potential capital relief coming on the sovereign holdings uh, of the sector. This is something that was talked about back in the Eurozone crisis of 2011-12. But it does seem likely, I have seen a number of policy tweaks coming through in the regulatory side, which will ease the capital burden. We'd be looking at some of the southern European names, particularly in Teza, San Paolo, 